rated M for Mecca. Welcome to Buildcasters, the podcast that's all mecha all the time. I'm the Macabre Chap and tonight's episode is the last entry in our HUD Classics series. I'm sure as you all know, HUD Classics was a collaborative series that we did with a bunch of other podcasters for Mecha March that shone a light on mecha anime we felt were criminally underrated. March has been absolutely crazy and in these dark times, we hope that our HUD Classic series has at least provided you with a little glimmer of light. Now, onto the good stuff. On this final episode in our HUD Classic series, we are joined by my melanated mecha brother in arms, Sentai 5, who will delve deep into an incredibly underappreciated entry in the Gundam series. Without further ado, the final episode of HUD Classics, After War, Gundam X. Hello everyone, this is Sentai5, co-host of Buildcasters, here with another installment of HUD Classics. Before we begin, I just want to say a few things that, you know, it's a tough world out there right now, and I hope you're all staying safe and indoors, quarantining yourselves until the whole COVID-19 bullshit, you know, eases over. Hopefully you found ways to pass the time and not go crazy. Maybe specifically listen to a certain mecha anime podcast. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge, wink, wink. <laughs> Anyways, let's get on to what I need to talk about today. Today, I'll be talking about the short-lived yet underrated series, After War Gundam X, alternatively known as New Mobile Century Gundam X, which aired from April 5th, 1996 to December 28th, 1996. Now, you might be thinking, why is this show underrated? Well, for starters, not many have seen it or at least have much to say about it. A little background with my personal experiences with the show. I first watched it around 2008-2009, but the subs were absolutely horrendous as well as the quality of the episodes themselves. It wasn't until summer 2018 where I rewatched the show in much better, beautiful, outstanding Blu-ray quality and obviously much better subtitles. Gundam X takes place in the aftermath of the Seventh Space War. The year is After War 15, with After War obviously referring to the Seventh Space War and 15 years after it. Earth has become a post-apocalyptic world where scavenging is a way of life, giving us a more grounded story. <laughs> Literally. Most of the show takes place on Earth and we see different areas and how they were affected by the war. The show focuses on groups trying to salvage tech from the war as well as exploit new types for business and personal gain. The show's protagonist, Garad Ran, gets thrown into this conflict when he unknowingly is tasked to track down a new type named Tifa Adil, but ends up protecting her when his employer reveals their cruel intentions. This sets off a chain of events eventually 
leading Garan into joining the crew of the Freedon, who are led by Jamil Neat, whose goal is to track down other new types around the world and protect them. Fun fact about Jamil is that he's also a new type who originally piloted the Gundam X during the war. The show has pretty decent pacing for the plot, despite having only 39 episodes, which are condensed into different arcs. Most Gundam shows try to prevent some catastrophic event from happening, but Gundam X starts off in the aftermath of pure chaos. The cause of it? You guessed it. Multiple colony drops. The entire sequence shown in the beginning of the first episode was absolutely crazy, and as the story goes on, we see the crew go to various areas of Earth with different environments, thus adapting maneuvers accordingly for both the ship and the mobile suits alike. Eventually in the second half of the show, the plot goes beyond the clouds and into space in a much bigger conflict between Earth and the space colonies, pitting the Freedon in a neutral position as both powers act in opposite interests of the crew. The characters, especially the crew of the Freedon, seem to be written very well. The protagonist, Garad Ran, who despite having a loud voice, and not to mention very annoying, had very good intentions and a strong connection, eventually turning it into love with new type Tifa Adil. Throughout the show, he proves to be a very formidable mobile suit pilot, practically an ace, despite only being a human, or an old type as the show refers to them. Overall, the crew is this ragtag group that fights for the same cause, but still has their own personal motivations. Outside of the characterization and plot, the show has some outstanding mobile suit designs. The Gundam X followed by the X Divider and Double X are some of my favorite design mobile suits from the franchise. And with the use of the satellite cannon, they are truly, truly a force to be reckoned with. The Leopard and Airmaster, two more suits belonging to the Frieden group, also were nicely designed, with myself having a slight preference towards the Airmaster and its upgrade, Airmaster Burst. I mean, come on, I'm a sucker for transforming mobile suits, especially when they look good. In addition to these Gundams were Versago and Ashtaron, both belonging to the show's antagonistic pilots, the Frost Brothers. Versago off the bat looked like a ripoff of the Epion from Gundam Wing, which was a year before this. Overall, it was able to distinguish itself in a very unique way, especially with its upgrade, the Chest Break. As for the Ashtaron, it's definitely my least favorite Gundam from this series. For some reason, it feels too basic, which is ironic because it has a transforming mobile armor mode, but that doesn't really save its design here either. Hopefully one day we'll get a high-grade release of both the Versago and the Ashtaron. On to the music. The show has two amazing opening themes, Dreams and Resolution, both performed by Romantic Mode. They're both some of my favorite theme songs of the franchise. The score is composed by Yasuo Higuchi, and it's absolutely outstanding. It sounds very grand, mysterious, and warlike, something you'd expect to hear in a space opera, but also at times has that very, very 90s beat in a few tracks. Music is such an important part of how I even enjoy any kind of show, or media for that matter, and Gundam X does not fail to deliver in that department. The short episode count was a result of many difficulties, such as time slot changes, poor ratings, and even producers quitting the show. It ended before its time, but at least got a pretty good conclusion for what it was. It's such a shame that the show never received an English dub over the years, as I feel it deserved it, along with all the other Gundam shows that never received one. Something interesting about the show is that it's basically what Char Aznable envisioned 
a catastrophic event forces humanity to abandon Earth and move out into the stars. Only difference is that the remaining population still stayed on Earth and never really moved out into space colonies. But one could imagine if Shar Aznable was successful in dropping Axis in Shar's counterattack, something like this would have resulted in the Universal Century. Now, would I recommend Gundam X to someone who's trying to get into Gundam? Absolutely not. This really isn't the ideal series for someone to really start with. I would probably check out a few series before getting into this one because it's drastically different. As much as I enjoy the show, there are still some flaws to it and it's still far from perfection. Are there things that I would want to change about it? Absolutely, especially, you know, fleshing out the story a little bit more, but it is what it is. In addition to the show, Gundam X had two manga releases. The first called Under the Moonlight, which focused on an entire new cast of characters, which was released from 2004 to 2006. The second is a one-shot that takes place right after the show, and it focuses on Garad and Tifa. I unfortunately have not been able to read both of them, but I probably will one of these days. Overall, the show was just a victim of a very shitty situation, which I believe deserves a second chance to be looked at. So if you have the chance, please check it out. That's all I really have to say about Gundam X for now. Thank you so much for listening and sticking through to the end of this episode. I really appreciate it. You can check Bill Casters out, as always, on Twitter at Bill Casters and on Instagram, and wherever podcasts are played. You can find me, Sentai5, on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and a plethora of other places online, at Sentai5. This has been another installment of HUD Classics for Mecha March. Thank you for listening, and Bill Caster's out. Battle ended. It's a certified HUD Classic. Thank you, Fives, for that perfect end to the HUD Classics series. And I echo basically everything that he said. After War Gundam X may not be the best series for Neophyte viewers, but for longtime Gundam fans, it is definitely, definitely worth your time. Since Sentai 5 did most of the socials already, the only thing I have to add is that you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Macabre Chap. And just to finish off, I want to thank Scott, Lita, David, Prime, and Fives for their amazing contribution to the HUD Classic series that made it a success. And not only that, but will undoubtedly give some of our listeners the chance to discover under the radar mecha anime that they may not have known about and will undoubtedly come to love. So I've been the Macabre Chap and this was the final episode in our HUD Classic series. Thank you so much for listening and we'll be back very, very soon. See you later, guys. This episode of Bill Casters was produced by the Macabre Chap and Sentai 5 with music provided by Versi Jones. Battle, Battle ended. ended. Battle ended.